Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Okay, this is episode six, season nine. A paradox for you. In discipline, there is freedom. There are several paradoxes that exist inside the recovery program, and they do not make sense until one unpacks them and looks at the components more closely. For those of you who might be new to the language of recovery, we often use terms that have a specific denotation in the context of a 12-step program. If you think we are selling a 12-step program as the only answer to recovery from alcohol or drug abuse, you would be mistaken. I've done the research. I've stayed sober for 28 years straight, not just dry, but truly sober at the emotional and spiritual level. I've seen them come and go, and I can only say that I have come to realize the full meaning of the opening to our AA meetings where we state, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Why does this make so much sense? Well, as in anything in life, the true rewards come when you give 100% of yourself to whatever mission you choose. And sometimes if you give less than your all, you might not get anything at all. What we mean when we say thoroughly follow our path, we mean practicing a fundamentally simple program that you can break down to things you do just one day at a time. This is where freedom starts. And when you do that, you will have adopted a discipline that will ultimately free you of the obsessions that have ruled you for so much of your life. That's not to say that there are not other programs or approaches that have been proven to get and keep alcoholics and drug addicts clean and sober. There is cognitive behavioral therapy, for example, which virtually every treatment program has adopted as part of their process with and without the incorporation of a 12-step program. There are religion-based programs, native and aboriginal groups, along with other professional approaches, whose goal is to help addicts and alcoholics change their lives for the better. The brilliance of the AA concept is that we do not claim to have the only answer to the problems associated with alcoholism or addiction. There are times when serious psychiatric treatment is necessary and encouraged. There are also dual diagnosis groups, which consist of people who suffer from alcoholism and or drug addiction and also have another mental condition to contend with, such as being bipolar or schizophrenic. Let me talk about my own slavery. My personal example is this. For the 25 years or so that I was drinking to excess daily and using other drugs like opiates and marijuana, 
I followed every desire or whim I ever had. I was essentially enslaved by my appetites. I ran away from responsibility. I was either compulsively attracted to pleasure or ran away from any possibility of pain. Toward the end of my so-called drinking career, I was diagnosed with obsessive-compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, depression, panic and anxiety disorder, and possibly dissociative personality disorder to boot. The doctors were amazed that I came around and out of it after a few months of almost daily treatment and counseling in AA meetings, and of course complete abstinence. They were shaking their heads and saying, we don't know about this guy, he could be a goner. By that they meant that they were afraid that my brain might not recover from the punishment I gave it over the past two decades. So I was a slave to the drugs and alcohol. I was enslaved by my way of thinking that the drugs and alcohol were the solution when in fact they were the problem. I was the problem and I needed to start living in the answer. You work for your freedom. I desperately wanted freedom from the slavery of my previous existence. And what I quickly learned was that I had to work for it and I had to apply a daily rigorous discipline that would ultimately set me free. I mean an honest, rigorous discipline, a loving discipline guided by my higher power and by the principles embedded in the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Not a harsh, punishing discipline that I might have expected if you said the word discipline, for for we had been beating ourselves up in the mistaken belief that if we just whipped ourselves harder, we would straighten ourselves out. Absolutely none of that is true. So therein lies the paradox. In discipline, there is freedom. I'd like to give you an example of how this works. Freedom from a main killer. It turns out that resentments are one of the main burdens that can result in relapse. There is a wonderful passage about that topic that is worth quoting from page 552 of the book Alcoholics Anonymous. By the way, The principles of AA are set forth in the first 164 pages, while the rest of the 575 are personal stories and essays on the program. Rest assured, getting the lessons in the first 164 pages will assuredly have you on your way. But this is what it says on page 552, quote, If you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you pray for the person or thing that you resent, you will be free. If you ask in prayer for everything that you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it, go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find that you have come to mean it and to want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate understanding and love. Close quote. Recovery will change your thinking. This is a great example of finding freedom from killer resentments by practicing the discipline of prayer every day for the person whom you resent in order to become free of the resentment. What a concept, a true paradox. Who would have thought that we could change our thinking in such a radical way? That's why for many of us, we needed intensive treatment and training 
in an inpatient setting to be able to start thinking differently simply because our best thinking got us here. And that brought us to our hopeless bottom. And lucky for some of us, it's proven that only 10% of addicts and alcoholics get the help they need. We surrendered to the truth of our condition and accepted the help we so desperately needed. So, what did we learn today? We learned that, one, we simply do not think that discipline could mean freedom. We thought of discipline as a form of punishment. Two, alcoholics and addicts of our type are fundamentally enslaved by our desires and cravings to get drunk and high as our only priority. Freedom to us was defined as doing whatever made us feel good. Three, to become truly free of the obsessions that ruled our lives, We have to work for it by applying a rigorous, consistent, and compassionate discipline one day at a time, as taught by the principles of our 12-step program. Four, praying for the people we resent is perhaps the most surprising paradox the program has to offer, but it is guaranteed to change one's heart for the better and free one's soul. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.